Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Volume. It's the Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel. Football season's in full gear. No better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. FanDuel app is safe. You get paid fast. A lot of ways to play. The spread, the money line, team totals, players, props. A lot of stuff. Over-unders. Jump into the action. Same game parlays are my favorite. Just use the promo code Colin and download the FanDuel app today. All right, time for an instant reaction on the Bills hammering the Patriots. I'm going to have a glass of vino. It's a Pinot Noir from California. It's called Slay. Look it up. Usually wine puts me to sleep. Tonight, the Patriots offense did. You know, because I lived in Connecticut for a decade and every region I've lived in, you know, you you tend to not become fans of teams, but you get greater access to them. And so people think I'm like a Patriot homer. And I was like, no, I really appreciated the Belichick-Brady combo meal, right? The smartest coach, the most efficient quarterback. But I'm kind of liking New England being at 6-6, six and six, an old, grumpy Belichick, lack of willingness to evolve offensively, taking... Another L. So far, the Patriots this year have beaten Zach Wilson twice, Jacoby Brissett, Jared Goff, and Sam Ellinger. (laughs) And Mitch Trubisky. This is just an average football team. It's over. It's over. New England can win one way. And you know, low scoring, you know you don't have the guy. This is New York Giant fan. When you're constantly blaming people, the Giant fans are like, well, it's the receiver. It's the offensive line. It's the play calling. Patriot fans are now blaming play calling and Matt Patricia. Matt Jones is not an athlete. He's got an average arm. He's not mobile. Ooh, he's accurate. Uh, Folks, that's like saying the foundation of your house isn't crumbling. Or your punter has a good leg. Throwing the ball accurately feels like something you've got to do or can't play in this league. It can't, it can't be this special sauce. You know, he throws an accurate ball. You got to give me more than that. So Patriot fans are now blaming, okay, it's Matt Patricia. It's Mac Jones is just, he's just, as I've said from the beginning, he's got a very, very low ceiling. You're going to realize what he is very quickly, but he'll never grow into anything. It's very like Andy Dalton. He won a division, a bad division at the time, 
you know, a Cleveland uh, was a mess. That was two wins. And, you know, he, Marvin Lewis and Andy Dalton could win a division. But you realize by like his second, third year in the league, this is what he is. Whereas Josh Allen, there are levels to Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow or Josh Allen or M- Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, I watched New England. They can win one way now. It's got to be low scoring. If they don't keep people under 20, they have no chance to win. And so the, it's the convergence of two bad things, a very low ceiling for Mac Jones and the Patriots' inability with a defensive head coach to draft and develop skill players. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, take away Gronk. They just don't hit receivers and tight ends. They just don't. So, you know, I look at the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs just in the AFC can win multiple ways, low scoring, high scoring, shootouts, leading from behind. The Patriots, this team is not built. When Mac Jones is playing from behind and Buffalo can pin their ears back and just rush him, third and 15, he's throwing out in the flat. I mean, there's just nothing to it. So, you know, I, I suggested this before the season started. I said... If you're Bill Belichick, now he's got a gorgeous home down in Jupiter, Florida, which is West Palm Beach, Jupiter, Florida. That's living big. Go golf with Bill Parcells. Have a great life. But if you want to continue coaching and you're watching Josh Allen, 6'6", 250, running around, what job is potentially open and attractive to you? It's the same job that Sean Payton has to be looking at. It's the Chargers. 6'5", Justin Herbert. Huge arm. Mobile. Like, in college football, you don't have to have a great quarterback to win a natty. In the NFL, even if your quarterback's as good as Kirk Cousins or Dak, really solid B-plus quarterbacks. Chances of winning a Super Bowl feel limited. With Mac Jones? I mean, New England's Big play came from using a special teamer, Marcus Jones. And Mac Jones immediately got rid of the ball and Jones did all the work. That was their big pop play. They practiced that all week. Ooh, Marcus Jones. We'll put him in the offense. They're not used to Marcus Jones. We played a trick on Buffalo. <laughs> if if that's if the, so you can bang on you know, Matt, Patricia, and Belichick all you want. At least they were clever enough to fool Buffalo on one play. You can't fool your way to Super Bowls. You can't fool your way to AFC championships. At some point, you got to be able to play from behind with a lead in a shootout. This stuff's not complicated. Kirk Cousins with Justin Jefferson. You're like, yeah, this is probably, probably not going to win a Super Bowl. Dak with C.D. Lamb. Well, it's probably not going to win a Super Bowl. Mac Jones, look around. He just doesn't have any dynamic playmakers. So I, I, I'll go back to this. You're Sean Payton sitting on the beach working for Fox. You're Belichick. If you want to win Super Bowls, you look around this sport. You look who you got to get through to win them. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes, don't you kind of go, Justin Herbert with a right coach could do it. Like, doesn't it seem obvious? You can't be as smart as Bill Belichick and think, Mac Jones, 
yeah, I'm going to go up against Josh Allen, toe-to-toe, Mahomes, Burrow. You can't possibly see that. And Patriot fans, you're delusional. Stop blaming the play calling. That is the all-time acknowledgement that you have the wrong guy. Play calling. Oh, Christ. Play, yeah, because the right calls, Max Jones would be 6'5 and a half and 240 and mobile. <laughs> he is what he is. <sighs> Hold on. I'm going to enjoy this Pinot from California. It's, 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 this is what New England needs. Greatness. Dynamic. Pop. Elite. I mean, you're Bill Belichick. I'm watching Josh Allen. Forget Mike McDaniel and Tua, who are putting up big numbers. You're sitting there watching Josh Allen. You can barely force him to punt. And and I, I'm not anti any of these young quarterbacks. But we got we got a couple years of Mac Jones now. What 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 do you see that I don't? Instant reaction. Bill's role. Just some other thoughts that have uh, bounced around my head recently. So years and years ago, when I worked uh, at ESPN, I had this discussion with a member of upper management. I said, you know, you guys are really beholden in the radio department to hiring people with a radio background. And I said, you know, my theory is just hire smart people. I'll teach them radio. And ESPN was very reluctant to do that. So when I moved to Fox, I didn't want on my staff just all radio people. To me, it felt very limiting. Uh, I had writers on my show. Uh, I had people that had different backgrounds in tech. Give me smart people. Smart people will figure it out. So when the Warriors got off to this cruddy start this year, my theory was it's the smartest team in the league. Kerr, Draymond, Steph, Clay, the GM Bob Myers. They're just trying to bridge old guys and young guys. Well, they've now won eight of their last 12 games. Could have been nine of 12. They're eight and four in their last 12 because they've figured it out. They're going through right now what a lot of cultures or companies do. When you have veteran employees, you have young employees, and you're in this competitive environment, and you're trying to bridge the gap, have the young people take responsibility, um, but still you kind of lean in to your older employees, your Steph, your Clay, your Draymond. The Warriors are the smartest team in the league. Smart people on average figure stuff out. Speaking of smart, I think Elon Musk is pretty smart. He may be an egomaniac, but when he bought Twitter, the founder of SpaceX and Tesla, I figured it would be fun viewing. I'm here for the circus. Whether it ascended or eroded, I thought it would be captivating. And so I really personally have not noticed a difference with my Twitter account. Now, I'm not on it all day. Some of you live on it. I'm not one of those people. I basically use it to promote and market already edited content. But the one thing that I've watched over the last month or so that's interesting, 
is that you hear this a lot from conservatives. Free speech. I should have a right to free speech. Well, in 2017, the Supreme Court ruled unanimously there is no hate exception to free speech. You can be hateful. It's legal speech. There's no exception. And so a lot of conservatives will bang the table. Where is my right? You have that right. And Elon Musk is now leaning into some of those people. But never forget that advertisers create most of the revenue for Twitter. Advertisers don't want to be connected to that, quote, legal speech that they view as vile and incendiary. That's why half the advertisers have left. So when I watch the Elon Musk Twitter experiment, that's the one thing that's jumped out to me. Not my personal account. I'm just not on it enough to notice. I mean, I put up filters to get rid of as many, you know, wackos as I can. But that you can fight and call it woke speech or you can fight for the right to say what you want. But as Elon Musk is discovering, advertisers don't want to be connected to that. That's why a lot of advertisers will not do cable political shows. Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, they don't want to put their brand up against that toxicity, regardless of what side the political aisle you're on. I saw this. Fox has been tracking it since 2016. What is that that I'm talking about? It's total minutes of college football viewing. Pre-game shows, post-game shows, actual games. What do you know that this is the highest year, up 4% from last year, and the highest year of viewing in six years? Why? It's the power of the USC brand. Alabama's not as good. TCU looks like they could play with anybody. Just because I love college football doesn't mean I want it dominated or regionalized by three or four teams in the South. And so this is what I've been arguing about for years and why a 12-team playoff is really important. We know in all tournaments, March Madness, the World Cup, I mean, Spain beat Costa Rica 7-0. In March Madness, you'll have a dozen games that are total blowouts. That's okay. At some point, Georgia will probably steamroll a non-Power 5 team 48-14. But think about it. Doesn't Georgia do that several times a year to SEC teams? Did you watch USC play Colorado this year? (laughs) Almost every good team in the Pac-12 steamrolled Colorado this year. Blowouts are a part of any sport and any tournament. You see it in NBA playoffs. You see it in NFL playoffs. But what the 12-team playoff assures is that at the end of the season in college football, you won't have this overwhelming regionalization of sports. You're going to have a couple Pac-12 teams. You're going to have Big Ten teams. You're going to have SEC teams. You'll have a couple Texas teams. That's all the sport needs. Even if SEC teams won it four to five years, the fact that the playoff in the final two to three weeks of high drama and emotion for college football 
every region of the country could participate in that. It wouldn't be all of us sort of watching these two teams in the South. So most minutes of college football viewed since Fox Sports has been tracking it. Yes, doesn't matter if the Pac-12 is great. You got to include four and five major cities, Denver West, if you want the largest audience. Listen, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business, right? The margins have never been tighter. You want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates and fast. That's why you should check out LinkedIn Jobs. Number one in delivering quality hires in America, LinkedIn Jobs. Listen, never been easier to create a free job post on LinkedIn and find a great employee. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, by the way. Spread the word faster. Screening questions. Simple tools. Make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills. Every business owner knows how important it is to finish the year out strong. You need the right team members. LinkedIn jobs. Go there right now. Post your job for free. LinkedIn.com slash Colin. LinkedIn dot com slash Colin terms and conditions apply. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done. Legal shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Make every moment more this college football Saturday with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. The promo code is always Colin. FanDuel has tons of betting options. I like the same game parlay. Bet a little, win a lot. FanDuel's app is safe, secure, easy to use, and you get paid your winnings really fast. The no sweat first bet up to a thousand bucks. Download the FanDuel app, sign up. The promo code is Colin. Always the no sweat bet at FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-717 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia.
And as customary on Friday morning, Chad Millman, CCO of the Action Network, joins us. All of our odds presented by FanDuel. It's another edition of Sharper Square. So the last time we talked, I had a four-in-one week, really feeling myself. And as I looked over the picks this week, I do not remember ever. My five or six favorites are all underdogs. All. Now, I generally am a three to two underdog in five. So I'm, I'm going to throw a couple at you. Chargers, Raiders. So I get the Raiders in a point. Anytime the Raiders play the Chargers, regardless of where the game at, it is a Raider home game. Okay. Secondly, this team's losses are all close. This team is now forging an offensive identity, which I'm still not sure the Chargers have. This team is now getting healthier. Um, this go, this falls under the category of today. I think the Raiders, despite the record, are a better team than the Chargers and they're getting points. I like Vegas sharper square. Totally sharp. The only caveat I will give you right now is that the game was at two 48 hours ago. It's now at one. We still are getting some questions about Josh Jacobs' availability on Sunday. Different game, obviously, when the leading rusher in the NFL is out of the game. With that, however, your premise is 100% correct. Even as a two-point favorite, which is why the wise guys bet the Raiders and move this game down to one, as a two-point favorite, the Chargers should not be the team that is favored on the road. They're a really good team as underdogs. Because they play with such high variance, you can't really depend on them doing the things you need them to do to yes. continue to cover. <laughs> right. But you can depend on them to do wacky things to keep the game close. Yes. The public loves the Chargers every single week. You just don't bet them as a favorite. You play them as a dog. And all you are on the field, forget about the betting elements and sort of how the market looks at this and professional bettors look at it. What you're saying about the on the field play is all accurate. The Raiders have been a bad luck team that have been losing close games. The Chargers have been an underperforming team with a ton of injuries uh, who we don't really know who they are offensively because they are running the ball with Austin Eckler, then throwing it on third down. Then they started throwing it more on first down. They feel schizophrenic. I think that teams understand that they don't really know what they're doing. There's not a lot of confidence there. Secondly, Lions are a very interesting team, especially at home. In the weaker NFC, they are still playing for a wild card. Jared Goff is not the problem. In fact, there are arguments to be made this year. At times, at home, he's been the solution to a terrible defense. The Jags are coming off a huge emotional win. Pullback, market overvaluing them, Lions plus one at home, sharper square. So this line has been bouncing around over that zero the entire week. It was Lions minus one. It became Jags minus one. Now it's back. Then it was uh, Lions minus one again. So now you're back to Lions minus one, short home favorite. Doesn't really matter. The wise guys are playing both sides of this. You are not going to find a consensus from professional betters. It's whatever you choose, Colin, whatever you believe. I'm with you on the Lions. I will tell you that right now. Uh, Detroit loves to blitz. Trevor Lawrence, worst in the league against the Blitz. 26th in the league is his ranking, according to PFF, 30th 
in yards per attempt. Uh, and you're also kind of selling high on the Jags right now. The Jags needed 15 things to go right against the Ravens to win that game. One of the things the Ravens did, they played zone defense, which Trevor Lawrence is better when he's playing against his zone. He's not very good playing man. That's what the Lions do. Uh, they're getting Jeff Okuda back this week. And I would say that the, the Lions, with Amon, with Amon St. Brown playing, they're sixth on offense, according to DVOA, and they're 14th on defense since the bye. So, you know, think think about the Bengals. They're seventh and 12th, respectively, for the season. So you're talking about a team that statistically is much better than what their record shows. I will say one more thing about the Jags, though. I bet the Jags plus 750 to win the AFC South before the season began. This is a critical game for the Jags to stay in contention because they still got the Titans a couple times this year. So they still got a shot to win that division. This one seems odd. Philadelphia is a good home team, but the Titans are getting four and a half off a loss, an exceptionally well-coached team, short week for the Eagles. And I do believe physically Tennessee matches up well. Four and a half seems like a randomly big number. Um, I would be on the Titan side, sharper square. Am I missing an injury? Nope, you're totally sharp. Uh, if you think four and a half is randomly big, you should have seen it when it opened at six and a half on Sunday and then got that down to six and then down to five and a half and then five. And then this morning, it was at four and a half. Uh, the wise guys love Tennessee in this spot. Number one, it's a Mike Vrabel smash spot, right? He is covering at a 75% clip against the spread in scenarios where he is a dog of more than three points. So anything you're getting here at this point is going to be in that, that data set of when he's covering really well. But also, look, the Titans are number one in rush defense, according to DVOA. Again, very fancy stat that sort of buckets a lot of different numbers and gives you a high-end analytic look at how a team performs outside of just the raw you know, yards per carry, total yards, things like that. All the betters use it, right? That plays to the weakness of Philadelphia, which is their passing game. And especially since Dallas Goddard has been out, Jalen Hurts has barely thrown for more than 200 yards, even though they've been winning the past few weeks. This team has struggled, right? And their run defense without Jordan Davis has been very vulnerable. So um, this plays to the strengths of the Tennessee Titans. All right. Um, an ugly game, but I do think the commanders have played uh, with house money, a lot of close wins, a couple when they've been outplayed. Giants at home getting two and a half feels like the side. Um, these divisional games, I almost always in this division love the points. Sharper square, take the Giants and the points. Yeah, it's like the sharp side because there's only so many games to bet on in the NFL. And if you're a professional better, you try to find a way to bet on all the games, even if you barely have an edge. And this is one of those games where the Giants are kind of the edge, but there's not a lot of passion and enthusiasm. You want to talk about passion and enthusiasm, talk about Tennessee, right? You want to talk about milk toast, not that interested, not going to make for like a game that wise guys are dying to bet on. Giants plus two and a half for the situation. Giants at home. The Giants have been getting beaten up. It plays to the, their, th this is an opportunity for Saquon Barkley to get healthy against a rush defense for the commanders. That isn't very good. The commanders are a little overvalued because they've gone six and one and there's Taylor Heineke fever. But yeah, 
I guess if you got to bet it, you take the Giants, but not a ton of an edge. All right. Finally, I would not get the best number here. When the number first came out, I thought it was the bet of the week when I could get like the Dolphins plus five. Uh, it's now like three and a half. Um, I've never felt the Niners are significantly better at home. I just think they're a physical team. They're a matchup team. So they travel well. Their defense, their run game, their physicality, those things all travel well. There are teams, I believe, Buffalo at home always feels like they play downhill. Um, so I, the home field doesn't mean much to me. I also think Mike McDaniels knows Jimmy Garoppolo's weaknesses better than anybody. I would take the Dolphins plus the points here, although it's not the best number, sharp or square. This is the, there's two games, right? So as you know, we've discussed this. Me and my partner, my BFF, Simon Hunter, on the Favorites Podcast and the Volume Podcast Network, every Thursday when we record our show, we will get phone calls from professional bettors in the preceding 48 hours based on what we said on Tuesday. We're there responding to our early leans and the conversations we're having. Two games popped, piqued their interest this week. We love the Dolphins at minus four. Two gets the ball out really quick, right? Top rated yep. quarterback and getting the ball out in under two and a half seconds. Top rated quarterback under pressure. Second rated quarterback with no pressure. The Dolphins offense should still be able to function even if the Niners pass rush, which is exemplary, is getting to him. And the Dolphins have been very good at stopping the traditional run games, right? They're fourth and early down rush success rate allowed. Fancy way of saying, if you're running your standard plays, you know, off tackle plays, up the middle plays as a rushing game, they're stopping you. Um, but the wise guys have been pounding, pounding the Niners in this game. You can see it in the money, right? The, the, the tickets are all coming in on Miami. 79% of the tickets Coming in on Miami, you've got what's called a reverse line move because the line went up. Normally, if the line is at three and a half, you've got 79% of the tickets coming in on one side. That line is going to go in the direction of the tickets. This went up, which tells you that the wise guys love the Niners in this spot. It's giving me a lot of pause. I'm not going to lie to you, Colin. But I will say this. We said this on the podcast today. The last time we had this much reaction, from these specific betters. So there are, there are betters out there who they don't, they work as a syndicate, right? And there are four or five times a year, they pull their money and they are putting a max unit boatload of money bets on a side. The last time we had this kind of reaction, we had talked about the Dallas Cowboys as one point favorites against the Minnesota Vikings. That's the kind of reaction we're getting for the Niners in this game. This week's gold medal performance goes to the new quarterback darling of the Jets in New York, Mike White. Replace Zach Wilson under center for New York. It was night and day difference for the offense. His numbers were better for Mike. The fans were chanting his name. Teammates like him. And oh yeah, they got a big W. Even Robert Sala admitted the game looked easy for White. I thought the Jets shouldn't have benched Zach Wilson. I'll admit, I was dead wrong. Keep Mike White in there. This week's gold medal performance is sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. We're living in tough economic times with soaring grocery prices, high inflation, unstable stock market. You really want to gamble with your investments? 
I trust Legacy Precious Metals with gold and precious metal investments. Legacy can help protect your wealth and your financial future. Call Legacy today at 866-674-HERD or visit buylegacygold.com to download their comprehensive gold guide. Don't leave retirement to chance. Invest in gold with Legacy Precious Metals. Visit buylegacygold.com, buylegacygold.com. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. All right, we always end with me first asking you about a game. I just want your reaction. Uh, It's not one of my picks. And then a game that I should bet. You try to talk me into it. So a game I won't bet, I would take the Bengals plus two and a half um, hosting the Chiefs, that feels like the side to me. I think Cincinnati's got the most underrated defense in the league, and I actually think they match up really well against the Chiefs. You tell me, sharp or square, what's the side? Totally sharp. Yeah, the, the, I said there were two games that were getting the sharp calls. Uh, one was this Niners-Dolphins, the other is the Bengals-Chiefs. And so I agree with you. DJ, DJ Reader came back for the Bengals. They're just a better defense. You know, they're they're playing like not a championship caliber defense, but they're playing like a defense that can stop people, number one. Number two, Joe Burrow needed that first four or five weeks to get back into shape. Yeah. Like, that's why, you know, we can talk about this game if you want. Deshaun Watson is playing for the Browns. The Browns are seven-point favorites against the Texans on the road. That's an absurd number. As bad as the Texans are, Deshaun Watson hasn't played a game in two years, oh, Yeah. right? It is not easy to play quarterback in the NFL, no matter who you're playing. Joe Burrow might be one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL, one of our colleagues, one of our volume colleagues, right? So he has been playing so well the past few weeks, even without Jamar Chase. He's at a different level. You get Joe Mixon back. You get Jamar Chase back. You get a Chiefs team that has not been blowing people out. So the wise guys love the Bengals here. All right. Tell me a game I haven't brought up. My guess was going to be Texans plus seven against the Browns. Seriously. I do. I do love it so. I do love it so. But there's a game that's even grosser. <laughs> there, there's two games that are even grosser. You're not going to want to do it. It's a, question, it's, it's, a, it's a testament to how far we've come. If you can commit to one of these games. Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Plus seven and a half. At home, the Rams are still a professional football team. They're not just going to roll over. It doesn't matter that Aaron Donald isn't playing, the Cooper Cup isn't playing, that Matthew Stafford isn't playing. The Seahawks should not have been adjusted to be seven and a half point favorites on the road against the Los Angeles Rams. It makes no sense at all. Not with this defense. We saw last week what Josh Jacobs did. The Rams can still run the ball. That is one thing they can do. They can't protect anything. And with Bryce Perkins, who showed he was capable of running the ball yeah, last he week, moves well. that gives them another dimension. That's one. It's a gross week, I'm telling you. Number two, 
Denver Broncos plus eight and a half against the Ravens. Oh, can't do it. Oh, look, oh. the Ravens are beat up everywhere. Lamar they are. is injured. They don't have their starting receivers. Mark Andrews is injured and hasn't looked right since he came back. They're missing Ronnie Stanley. Uh, this defense for the Broncos is wicked. All right. So do I think that they can keep it close against a much maligned, very injured Ravens team? I do. I do, Colin. I want you to be there with me. I'll consider it. Be my uh, betting buddy. Yeah. I, I, I've told you before. I've told At you night before. when it's time to go to bed and like I go to bed earlier than my wife and she's like up and she's like watching videos and then like 15 minutes in, like she'll play a video out loud and start laughing and I'll be and I'm already asleep and then it takes me two hours to fall back asleep. I'm like, Stace, be my sleeping buddy. You got to work with me. You know I'm going to sleep. Colin, be my betting buddy. I struggle to bet teams I don't like to watch. I like I, I can't watch the Rams. I can't watch the Broncos. God, what about hard. the Jets? Oh, no, no. I like the watching Jets? the Jets. No, uh, the Jets. Right, but the Jets this week, plus three, plus three against the Vikings. Yeah, that's. I have no problem with that. It's not one of my picks, but I think it's a, that's the side, right? Yes, 100% the side. Forget about Mike White. Everyone is going to be like, do I really want to bet Mike White on the road? Like, can he repeat what he did against the Bears? It doesn't matter. You've got a phenomenally talented defense. You've got really good receivers. The Vikings have been living on luck and one-score games. You play the defense. You play the regression. You're getting a field goal with a good team. You take the Jets. Chad Millman, CCO, Action Network, all odds by uh, FanDuel. Good seeing you, buddy. Good to see you too, buddy. I'll talk to you later. volume make sure to check out the draymond green show i brought draymond green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports unique perspective understands behind the rope also chops up with guests like gary payton zach levine tracy mcgrady make sure download the draymond green show wherever you get your podcasts only on the volume podcast network it's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.